in Jesus' name. Can we all open our mouths and speak to God about this hour? Can you ask the Lord to speak to you in the language you understand? What you receive depends on your expectation. Can you pray, God, do not pass me by. Whilst on others thou art calling, Lord, do not pass me by. Say, Lord, change something in my life this morning. I don't want to go back home the same. I know you want to take me on a journey, Lord. I want to go further the upward way. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Light of life, we bow our hearts before you this morning. We pray that you pour the water of your word upon our souls. We request that you speak through us, Lord, and have your way in our lives like never before. For in Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Hallelujah. Can you put your hands together to the Lord? Amen. Good morning, church. Morning. Amen. Our topic this morning says, I know thy works. I know thy works. And I'm grateful to the leadership of the chapel for this privilege. Um, simply because the word has touched me a lot myself. Over the past two weeks, I've been living a very humble life because the Lord brought his mirror and as if he showed me who I truly was before him. So imagine that Jesus Christ walks into this church today and collects the microphone from me. And start preaching this message. I know thy works. Do you think he will score you 100%? Just imagine that the Lion of Judah himself actually comes in with a white horse and all his glory. And the smoke fills the whole temple. And he takes over the mic and begins to address us individually. What score? do you think he will give you? You know, a lot of people believe that salvation in itself is the end. But there's abundant evidence from scripture that salvation is the beginning of a process. According to Apostle Jude, it's like when the Israelites left Egypt. How many of them left? All of them. All of them. But then, how many entered the promised land? Not all. Praise the Lord. So, salvation is built on four cardinal points. If you look at Ephesians chapter 2, between verse 8 and verse 10, we are saved by grace, through faith, from sin, Unto good works. By grace, through faith, from sin, and unto good works. These four cardinal points must be complete in the gospel you are getting. 
if you are getting any gospel that does not have the complete package, then you don't have blessed assurance. You are going to be like, I don't know if you've experienced it, maybe you know somebody in airpiece. And you've just heard from your office that you have a meeting in Abuja and it's tomorrow morning. And you've not booked your flight. And you call somebody in airpiece. Eh, Jane, yes. Please, I want to, I need to be in Abuja tomorrow by 8 a.m. Um, okay, we have a flight, but it's full. Is there nothing you can do? Just check. I say, okay. Um, okay, just, we can give you one ticket like that. You know, hoping that somebody in the flight does not come. And, you know, people who usually do like that are the first to arrive. So by 6 a.m. you manifest at the lobby. Yes, I'm here, I'm here. It's okay, Ungwa, just take this copy. Ah, but it doesn't really look like a ticket. Hey, just hold it. It's a temporary ticket. Let's hope that nobody, uh, there's somebody that misses their flight. Amen? That's not the way to handle it. You need to be sure. Of where you are going to. And maybe it's time to board the flight. And you hear the announcement. Abuja, it's time. Enter. Just like the Bible says that a trumpet will call on that day. And suddenly you pack your bags. With your fake ticket, remember. Running to the plane to enter. You actually enter because, you know, people like that usually rush. So maybe you can get a seat and sit down. And then, just before they close the cabin, one gentleman arrives. Um, uh, gentleman, please, it's like you're sitting on my chair. No, I got my ticket. I, you start raising an alarm unnecessarily. And usually, once I hear people raising their voice inside the cabin, there's a problem. It's either they've committed one thing or the other. I paid. I know how much I paid. I called. I made sure. And this, so the, the head. The, the head of the crew now comes. Um, Mr. Chukwebuka, um, it seems you have an unconfirmed ticket and you have to leave the flight now. This man has the genuine ticket. And you see the shame that you use and open that thing by yourself. You will collect your luggage, gather all your things by yourself, arrange, don't forget anything because nobody has liability of any of your property. Carry everything and you shamefully make the walk out of the plane. And the person, you know, that's how the fate of a lot of Christians are today. Jesus gave us salvation free. But it's supposed to produce good works, a life of obedience unto him. Amen. Praise the Lord. So you see this word called repentance. That word is actually for the saints. You know, many times when you hear repent, I'm telling you, one day when I was studying for this thing, I lay down in my pillow like this. Because I saw one of the churches that was me. I said, Lord, help me. He said, repent or I come to you quickly. All this New Testament you are seeing, none of it was written to unbelievers. So. Do you know? All these letters that Jesus Christ wrote, even the passage you read, they were written to Christians. Some Sundays they go during praise day, we were taught about the ten virgins. And there was a little argument, I mean, in people's minds, 
whether the virgins were people of the world or whether they said they were waiting for the master. Those who were not Christians, they were heaven-minded Christians. The bridegroom. Yet, five of them were foolish, even amongst the elect. So you see, this altar is not only for unbelievers who want to give their life to Christ. It's for saints as well who want to come closer. You know, when you look at your life with your human eyes, you may seem alright. Like there's a church we are going to see by God's grace, the Laodicean church. That will say you think you are okay. You look at your life, you have a few degrees. You have a few landed property. You have bought in top land. You have bought in rangers. You have done the sea of O. Your children are all settled. You had a fruitful working life, accumulated some wealth. So whenever a challenge arises, you think of the money you have. Ah. Jesus told them that you are poor. You are naked. But again, you are blind, so you don't know. Praise the Lord. The Lord will bring us to the point where our hearts are genuinely repentant. Honestly, I was praying to God that today will just be a day of sackcloth and ashes. So we just come and lay down before God and keep weeping. Because anytime God asks for this sort of repentance, it means the glory is coming. You remember in Isaiah chapter 40 where the Bible says, a voice of one crying in the desert. I say what? Prepare a highway to the Lord. You know what is a highway? A highway is not this Enugu on nature or Enugu Potata. Eh, eh. Highway is like the roads in Abuja. Where there are four lanes on this side. Four lanes. Fear! Fear! Highway for God to enter our lives. No hindrance. No interruption by flesh. Express communication between sons and their father. And then the next verse it says, and the glory of the Lord will come. The same thing he said in Haggai chapter 2, if you go to verse 6, he said that I will shake the heavens and the earth, I will shake the oceans, I will shake hell even. And the next verse again, he says, and the glory of this letter house shall be greater than that of the former. The same thing in Malachi. Okay, maybe we should start from Malachi chapter 3. Can we turn our attention to Malachi 3? Malachi chapter 3. Verse, we'll just read verse 1 to 3. Amen. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek shall suddenly do what? Come to his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant whom you delight in. He says, behold, he shall come, said the Lord of hosts. Verse 2. But who may abide the day of his coming? Who shall even stand when he appears? Why? He said, for he is like a refiner's fire and a fuller's soap. What will he do? He will sit as a refiner. And a purifier of silver. And it shall purify the sons of Levi. And put them. 
as gold and silver. Why? Because of glory. That they may offer him offerings in righteousness. So anytime the Lord brings a message of repentance, it is for good. And when he says to you, I know thy works, oh meaning that you can't hide. Amen. There's a song they used to sing. Hallelujah. David said it even. He said, there's no place I can hide from you, Lord. Will I run to the ends of the earth? Maybe you're a young man here. And you're trapped in sexual immorality. And you do it in the secret. And you come out. And you think nobody knows. God sees it clearly. That's not the problem. The problem is when you try to cover it. Amen. The problem is when you try to cover it. Before the one who sees everything. He that covereth his sins, the Bible says, shall not prosper. I don't know if you've had a, a subordinate in your office. Oh, they are a pain to work with. Someone that tries to cover his faults. Meanwhile, you've been at the office for long. You know the loopholes. You know once you pick this particular register, you know where to go to and know whether they've manipulated the data. So once I go there, you see it and smile. And you know that you are dealing with a deceiver. That's how God sees. Once you make attempts to cover your sins, the problem begins. You start external decoration. Just to, don't appear good before God. Feel free to repent of anything. Hallelujah. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. So the Lord is surely coming like a refiner. And I know you're all born again, but that's alright. A few Sundays ago, we made the call. Brigadier by God's grace. And it turns out we are all born again. But that's good. But this passage in Revelation was speaking to Christians already. The author of the book of life recognizes that somebody's name can be blotted out. Have you seen it? In Exodus 32, 32, Moses began to intercede for the Israelites unto God and say, Father, Instead of perishing these people, Lord, what did he say? Blot out my name from the book of, from your book which you have written. And in verse 33, God answered, God said, yeah, I don't blot names out randomly. He says, I will blot out the name of they that have sinned against me. I don't know if you've seen that in your Bible. In Revelation chapter 3, verse 5, he said to him that overcomes, I will give a white garment to wear and what? I will not blot out his name from the book of life. That's Jesus himself speaking. He may sin and cause of the Old Testament. Revelation 3. And of course, much later, he said, anybody that asks or removes from this book, I will blot out his path from the book of life. So there can be a blotting out. You know, a lot of Christians don't believe this. That there can be a blotting out. The author of the book himself is saying it. That your name is there should not make you go back into sin. 
He should make you follow him ever more nearer. Amen. The Lord will help us. Can we start from our text and see how far the Lord will lead us today? Revelations chapter 2. Verse 12. He's talking to the church in Pegamos. So because I've had more time to study these things, I know a bit sort of more about some of these cities from some writings from believers, theologians, and even historians about the cities. He says you should write to the angel of the church in Pegamos. I know your works. I'm in verse 13 now. And where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is. Are you seeing this thing? They live in Satan's headquarters. <laughs> and that you hold fast my name. And you've not denied my faith. Even in those days of my elect, Antipas. Antipas. Who was my faithful martyr. Who was slain amongst you. Where Satan dwells. I don't know if you know that Satan dwells in this world. Amakenemnima. Satan bikenenowa. Amen. He lives here. His address is in Independence Layout. I mean, he's also in Tinker's Corner. It's the only way I live. It's also in Ababa. It's also in... So, they'll be able to be Amen. Alright? So, you have held the faith. You have held the word. You didn't deny my name. But there is a problem I find. I don't know if you remember. How many percent of righteousness will take us to heaven? Again... Again. So it was here that I learned that one. A brother taught it the, the day I dedicated uh, the twins. So we are entering heaven as Christ. 99 ain't good enough. So it's 99.5. Amen. So Jesus said, I have a few. It is good for you to be corrected during the race. Aye. Imagine that there's a race. You know, the Bible says, know ye not that in a race all run. Imagine that there were 100 meters. Inaba, inaba. And you run out of your track. And you came first at the end of the race. What will happen? Hey! Now, Bucholo. Oh, Jesus, please tell me my fault now. He says, when Jesus corrects you, it is a proof that you are loved. When Jesus chides you, come on, my friend, remove your hand from there. It is because he loves you. It's like a patient that hates the doctor treating him. The guy is trying to make you all right, and you are hating, hey, this needle now is painful. Okay, endure the pain. You're going to get better. Hallelujah. That's how the chastisement of the Lord is. He said, but I have a few things against you. What are those few things? Verse 14. Because you have there among you those that hold the doctrine of Balaam. Who taught Balak 
to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel. One, and to eat things sacrificed to idols. Two, and to commit fornication. Three, let's, let's deal with the doctrine of Balaam a little bit. How many of us remember Balaam, son of Peor? The one that could see the vision of God with his eyes open. Ah, Jesus. I'm a Nifugo prophet and so and so. You know, in the olden days, prophets would actually take the pain to close their eyes. I see Lagos. I think it's your brother in Lagos. <laughs> but now, they say Balaam. The guy could see the vision of God with his eyes wide open. I see Abuja. <laughs> Hallelujah. That was the first command. And he was replying with confidence. Even if you give me the whole silver, the whole throne, the whole kingdom, Balak, I will not come. You know one thing with Satan? He persists. And you know many times, persistence breaks down resistance. Even Jesus Christ, after tempting him initially, the three, or see he left him forever, eh, eh, for another season. Our lives occur in seasons. So last Sunday, we discussed 10 virgins in Teen's Church. Be praying for the teachers of that church. Those children advanced, amen. So one of them, when they told them to summarize, he said that the 10 virgins are like brethren, who had their phones fully charged to 100%. But that five had power bank. The other five were glorying that they have phones at 100%. And they began to tell me that some apps, if you use it, even 100% can come to zero in a short while. So that your phone cannot do without a power bank if you are on a journey. It may look 100 in Enugu. But when you get to Ijebu, there is 0%. Just because the apps are searching for location, your battery is down. I said, eh? They say, yes. <laughs> Which one? And when my power bank gets, I began to think about my life. We need power bank. Look at the name. There's a time that comes, you need extra power to be infused into your life. It happened to Jesus in Gethsemane. Jesus actually asked the Father, "Only one, and will any other way? Is there, is there, is there, is there any other way?" But He said, "Nevertheless, can you say nevertheless? Let your will be done." Hallelujah. So when people get born again, it's not because you said something they call sinners prayer. That's not the reason. It is because with your heart you have believed unto salvation. Not with your head. Heart is that you have submitted your will to the one that you received. Become Lord, my Father. What you say, I will do. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Balaam, after persisted request by Balak, he gave. He gave. He gave. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's why Jesus says, it is actually better for you that I go away. Because unless I'm a poor, 
the spirit, the comforter, the helper, the power bank, the stabilizer. I don't know if you've had mental obagara. Where things are just going haywire. The stabilizer we have is what? The Holy Spirit. Voltage will be from going up, going down. Stabilizer will hold it. When it's not up to, he will lift it to 240. When it's more than, he will reduce it. You can't live a Christian life successfully without the Holy Ghost. I'm sorry to disappoint you. There's no, it's not possible. You need him. You might be seeing 30 patients a day. That he will hear the word through you. You need the Holy Spirit when the person walks in. Because they usually walk in covered. Some of them might be covered in rags. And we call NCC. Comes with a fungi. Oh, smelly everywhere. It might be covered in gold. Comes in well put together. Everything perfect. Mana, you need the Holy Ghost to tap you. Nekonya. This is his day of salvation. Can you say to yourself, I need the Holy Spirit? That was how Balaam went and sacrificed against the Israelites. Who sighed? There's no time to go to numbers. Let's just stay in Revelation. May God help us to stay in Revelation in Jesus' name. They kept sacrificing. MS7 ever. MS7 ever. MS7. 21 sacrifices. At the end, the guy said, Nam is actually, at a point, started blessing them. So Balak said, Nam, because you go, you know, I paid you. Come here, you have one kitty. You know, just keep quiet now instead of blessing them. You know, it's actually not possible to curse those whom God has blessed. He was the one. It is, there's no enchantment against these people. There's no divination. Forget them. That's security. That's the type Job had that the devil confessed. Have you not placed a wall around every pin he has that I can't even touch anything? But there's a loophole in that security. And that is the problem with Balaam. Balaam said, Balak, but there's a way. You have like fine, fine young ladies. Say yes. From Moab. Yes. Bring them. Balaam taught Balak to cast a stumbling block to the children of Israel. And at the end, the Bible says, and the children of Israel, and Jacob bowed his head to Baal. I'm not coming here in a man that is putting a stumbling block on somebody else's feet. I don't know what you are doing that may be unwittingly, but you have cast a stumbling block on somebody else's faith. What is it you are engaged in in your secret place that is a stumbling block onto the word of Christ? It might be in your office. You know, there's a polish they call neutra. I don't know if you've used that polish before. He has no color. Just man. Anything he tell ya. He tell ya nox blood. Na brown. The same thing. They talk about bribe. You are neutral. 
Men having sex with men, you are neutral. Women having sex with women, you are neutral. Young boys smoking cigarettes, you are neutral. Alcohol drinking, need the neutral. You don't know neutrality is a type of satanism. You will see it. The Laodicean church. He said, because you are neither hot nor cold, I will have spew you out of my mouth. Repent quickly. Jesus said, for I wish that you were either cold or that. Let's know. Hallelujah. We are talking about stumbling block. That was how Israel, they didn't need to make any other sacrifice to break Israel, to conquer the earth. The daughters of Moabites. Israel bowed to bow. You see this thing that Jesus raised here, idolatry and sexual immorality. There's no gateway to demonic oppression like this one. If you read the letters of Paul well, if you can Paul need Paul now every other thing you can do outside. Mananka beba. And you don't know that anybody that defiles the temple of God, God will give it. Destroy. Maybe you are here. You're a married man. Nobody knows about your secret life. And you are struggling to keep it secret. You are expending energy to hide it. Shrouding it under the cover of dusk, night. Jesus knows. And you are opening a gate for divination. When they were sacrificing against you, just do it. You open the door for it. It's, it's, not, it's the Bible that says it, not me. Idolatry. And it will take us down to the gospel of the Nicolaitans. Kaiba da Gedena, verse 15. So, you have also in that Pegamos. Lutakwana Pegamos, sir. They have the name of God. They held fast to their faith. Mana, verse 15, or see, you also have them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. A thing that I hate. And I began to pray and ask God about the doctrine of Nicolaitans. And every single thing I received was this same thing. Pointed to the same thing. They saw liberty as license to do evil. So it was traced back to a gentleman named Nicholas. You may remember him from Acts chapter 6. So one of the deacons in Acts chapter 6. You know, if you remember... He was the last name after they mentioned Stephen, Philip, Tinamon. They mentioned Nicholas, who was a proselyte from Antioch. If you remember in Acts 6. It means that he was a pagan before. He was not a Jew. So he converted from paganism to Judaism. And later from Judaism to Christianity. And he appeared so good because he had men of honest report. Full of the Holy Ghost. So he changed faith two times within his adult life. It tells me something about him. So a lot of the teachings of the Nicolaitans were that you can combine some pagan practices with Christianity. It's alright. Can you make any harm? You are born again in your spirit man. Do anything in your flesh. It doesn't affect your salvation. Your salvation is in your spirit. Make any harm. Hey, Jesus said, if you are really Abraham's children, don't you know you have to bear the seeds of Abraham? 
If by their fruits you shall know them. They don't follow an army. The doctrine of permissiveness. The doctrine that approves of anything. Just bring it, it's alright. May the Lord save us from that doctrine in the name of Jesus. As we are saying this thing, we could just be looking into your life. You know, know the one to repent from. Hallelujah. Because of that, let's go to the angel, verse 18, the church in Thyatira. What does he say? These things said the Son of God, who has his eyes like unto a flame of fire, his feet like fine brass. Or see, I know your works, your charity, your service, your faith, your patience, your works. And the last to be more than the first. This is a big blessing. I repented of this during these past two weeks. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee. This woman Jezebel that you have been allowing to run havoc in your church. He's teaching them the same thing Balaam did. A doctrine of what? Seduction. Any church you go to and they preach a message that seduces your flesh. You know, because if you look about, if you look at what the Bible says about strange doctrine, it says in the last days that men, out of their own lust, you know, will seek unto themselves false teachers. So, oh, what is your problem? Oh? It's from you. The receptor site is from you. Aya. As my brother will say, if you have not eaten up this morning, and I come and tell you one now for me to up and I beat you from here to Lagos, will Oba come out? Because the little Oba. Those strange doctrines find landing because of our lust. If not, they will be hovering. The issue is about our heart. Amen? That's what Christ is trying to address here. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Let's go to so can somebody go and wait for us as verse 14, Revelation chapter 3, verse 14, and someone else should go to Revelation chapter 2, verse 8. Revelation 2, 8. And let's also go to Philadelphia a bit. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. So, brethren, can the person in Revelation 3.14 read for us about the church in Laodicea? Just read from 14 to 18. Revelation 3.14 to 18. Yes. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodicean write, mm-hmm. Big things says the Amen, mm-hmm. the faithful and true witness, mm-hmm. the beginning of the creation of God. Mm-hmm. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wet cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will speed thee out of thy off out of my mouth. Because thou said, I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind. And naked, I counsel thee to buy of me 
gold tried in the fire, mm. that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed. God bless and you. Okay, so have you read about the eye salve? No. Okay. And that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. Mm-hmm. And anoint thy eyes with eye salve, mm-hmm. that thou mayest see. Hallelujah. So as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and do what? Repent. Be zealous, therefore, and do what? Kedendona weha. Children of God, repent. Children of God, repent. Because of time, let's go to chapter 2. Who is in chapter 2? Verse 8. Revelations 2, 8. Yes. To the angel of the church in Smyrna writes, mm-hmm. These are the words of him who is the first and the last, uh-huh. who died and came to life again. Hallelujah. I know your afflictions and your poverty. Are you hearing that thing now? What is their first qualification? Affliction and poverty. Continue, sir. Yet you are rich. I know the slander of those who say they are Jews and are not, Mm -hmm. but are a synagogue of Satan. Mm -hmm. Do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you. Uh And you will suffer persecution for ten days. Mm-hmm. Be faithful, be faithful, even to the point of death. Yes. And I will give you the crown of life. Hallelujah. Eleven. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. God bless you. So you see, this church at Smena, there were only two churches that got full marks. Smena is one of them. If we have an these are people suffering. I any way go. You know, there are missionaries going hungry. There are children going to bed hungry in this Enugu state. Let's not say in Nigeria. Where do you think their hope is? Oh, line. The Bible says, I know your affliction. I know your poverty. And in brackets, in my mind, say, but you are rich, oh. You can come to maybe this church, look at all the cars parked outside. Come inside, look at brave, look at wearing suits. Look at brethren shining. Say, no, we are doing well. Hey, looking with the eyes of man is not the same thing as looking with the eyes of God. This is a church suffering. There may be a brother beside you suffering, affliction. I'm a Minugia recently. People use what is going on, for instance, in my life, in my bank account, to tell whether God is with me or not. I'm a gear experience recently. We, because sometimes God has been faithful, brethren. God is wonderful. I was blessed with a new job and they tripled my salary. I now earn 39 million dollars. I, I now live in... Hey, that does not prove that God is with you. Mm-mm. He can be with a guy, can save with a few and can save with many. He told in church in Smyrna, in fact, you are going to go to prison. Just hold on. It's only for 10 days. I will be with you, even if it takes your life. A brother of mine, he's a missionary in Jalingo. We met in university. 
he went to preach in one missions conference, still within Taraba, but outside the capital. On his way back, on their way back, his friend's car spoiled. And he continued. So the friend packed a missionary like him too. Came out to check it. These boys from the bush came out and slaughtered him there. Of course, my brother himself, I know he, he lost a daughter recently. He was in one village. You know, he told me, my daughter has fever, what do I do? I said, is there any hospital? He said, forget it. Okay, buy this. After like one day, I didn't see it. I said, buy this. I didn't see it. But the last one was chloroquine. Buy this. I didn't see it. The next thing is that they rushed his child eventually to general hospital. After a few days, the girl died of kidney complications. In my opinion, severe malaria. <laughs> Hallelujah. So if in this world only you and I have hope, we missed it. We missed it. So in case you're a young man here and you are thinking about your purpose in life, your purpose is not to become a doctor. Alright? You don't need to be born again to be that. Your purpose is not to be a richest man and start sponsoring. Dangote is not born again. You don't need Christ to do that. He said, as my father sent me, what? So send I you. I am divine and you are the... That's what the branch will be busy doing. What Jesus was doing whilst he was here, that's what you should occupy yourself with. Irrespective of the platform. You can be a doctor or anything, I don't really... Praise the Lord. Our hope is not here, my brethren. According to Brigadier. We are going somewhere. Praise the Lord. Can we look at the church at Ephesus? Chapter 2 verse 1. I will read from here as we close. And unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write these things. Saith he that holding the seven stars. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience. And you cannot bear them which are evil. And you have tried them which claim that they are apostle and found them to be liars. You have borne and you have patience. And for my name's sake you've labored and you've not fainted. Nevertheless, my problem is this. You have left your first love. As a person. When I read this part, it says you have left your first love. And in the next verse, what did he say? It says, remember therefore, from where you have fallen, just near up with your first love, that's a fall. I remember when I met my wife newly. She was still a student. I was concluding. We will send texts to each other like one million times. I mean, it's not up to one million. Why, how are you? Pam. Hey, I'm fine. You, Nko? Pam. I'm alright. I'm just in quarters. Pam. Throughout the day. Obviously, I visit, like, I go to visit her. I'll go to their hostel. Everybody will be peeping from the window to know where Brebuka is going. <laughs> I'll enter. After it, she will escort me back to house officer's quarters. I'll turn and escort her back to her hostel. Hey, baby, you go never. She will escort me back. Hey, I was, we'll be walking and, ah, ah, I'm sure people must have, ah, this woman mad. What is that thing? First love. She comes to see my family. She just enters taxi. How can I have risk? Okay. 
It's just that I'm missing you a bit. How are you now? How are me? How, how am I? More can beg you for just now. Tell your neighbor first love. Can you remember? I, can you remember when you freshly gave your life to Christ? Can you remember how zealous you were? Amen. Cessation of growth is a type of death. That's Nikusigi Teto. Is a type of Neumobago. Hallelujah. First love. A songwriter wrote, Take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, to the place where I first believed you. Take me back. Lord, I want to go back, dear Lord, where I first believed. Andre Crouch, the son of a preacher, he died last two Januarys. What was your first love experience with God? I lay down on my, down, telling you my own. I, I was cursed, Lord, because he said, repent therefore and do your first works. I'm in water. You can't do the first works without the first love. So before passion for souls die, passion for God would have died a bit earlier. And it all starts from a cold altar. Passion for souls. People are not doing ever. It's God they are talking to. Those who don't love God. Not as fervently as they did before. Can anybody cry for the first oil? Say, Lord, return my glory. Return my passion for you. Return my passion for the things you care about. Last Wednesday, uh, that introduced us to the 10-year test. He says, think of your life 10 years ago. How you responded to spiritual things and how you respond to them now. But now think the worldly things. How did you respond to them 10 years ago? And how do you respond to worldly things now? Hey, is it that we are getting progressively inundated by worldliness? The solution is at the altar. At the end of Jesus' gospel, repent quickly. I don't know where your trust has gone. One of the churches, he said, because you have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Amen. He said, you have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. On the outside, you look very good, but God knows that you are full of emptiness. On the outside, we rate you highly. Powerful bro, powerful sister. Leader of the uh, young people. Leader of the men. Leader of the women prayer band international security. You lead everything. But inside, God knows you are hollow. Don't continue decorating there. Eh? Face God. Face God. And I'm making a David. Upon Iheni Nobal. Is you and me. Forget these people. Sincerity in prayer, my brethren. You are going to need it this morning. God wants to take you somewhere. As I said, there is a glory that is coming. But you need to be clean before the glory can land safely. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Let's look at one other church that made it so that we can learn one or two things. So, let's just close with Philadelphia. Revelation 3, chapter 7. 
can, please can somebody read for me Revelation 3. You can read from verse 7 to verse 11. Revelation 3, 7 to 11. Revelation 3, 7 to 11. God bless you. And to the church in Philadelphia, write, mm-hmm. These things says he that is holy. The holy. He that is true. The true. He that has the key of David. The key of David. He that openeth, Open and it. no man shutteth. No man can close. Mm. I know thy works. Mm-hmm. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength. What? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Please read the CV again. Let me hear. For thou hast a little strength. A little in strength. And has kept my word, mm-hmm. and has not de- denied my name. Mm-hmm. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, mm-hmm. which say they are Jews mm-hmm. and are not, mm-hmm. but do lie. Behold. I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee, because thou hast kept the word of my patience. I will also keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world, to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh, will I make a pillar in the temple. Thank you very much. God bless you. Hallelujah. How how much strength does Philadelphia have? It's not by strength, my brethren. Brochidi, you don't know we have been into this thing for many years. Do you know when I got born again? Do you know that I can speak in tongues? Do you know how many chapters of the Bible I've crammed already? Uh, but I have only, I know only one verse. And he's holding fast to that verse. And me, with all my chapters, I'm not holding fast. I write a letter to the church at Amapo. Even though you dwell in the city of Satan, even though you have been persecuted, even though you have a little strength, but you held on to the word of my patience, what will I do? I will set before you an open door. Incontrovertible evidence. Open door that no man can gainsay. That no man can shut. Open door. Alright. Open door is all encompassing. Is gold tried in fire. Allowed. Open door is that somebody comes. I've been watching you for a long time. I I know when you had a few challenges. How do you do this thing? Can you find one? Open door. Is there no one? Sit. Open door. That the nations of hey, the Bible says in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted higher than every other mountain. You'll be given law. Your life will be, I said, and all men will do what? Will flow into it. People will come and ask you, I've been watching you and your family. Despite your lack, you guys, your house is full of peace and joy. 
Me with all my money. I can't sleep at night. How do you do it? That is open door. A brother was sharing with me yesterday how that a sister, a younger believer, ran to another believer. A sister too, and told her that, sister, I've been hearing voices. I don't sleep at night. I take all sorts of drugs and I'm unable to sleep. I hear voices. And how many of you know that there's a website like that? Hearing Voices Network. <laughs> That's nothing I know. Some elements of demonic oppression have been normalized. I'm not hearing a demon at these last days. The sister said, You are hearing what? It says voices. When? When I want to sleep. What do they say? They say different things. You are going to die. You are going to this. Who has the right to say a thing when the Lord has not said it? He said, are you born again? This I say yes. He said, you mean you are born again? He said, yes. Open the Bible. Romans 6. Uh, know ye not that in baptism you died with Christ? He said, eh? He said, yes. You were buried with Christ. He said, eh? He said, that person hearing voices has been buried. No, no, Oh, say, oh, 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 you mean that I'm now like Christ? He well, say, yes, so. He say, go home and sleep. Or see, that he say, yes, that's it. The sister went back. The sister was now confessing that she had to start using an alarm clock later on. Because all are okay. Before the everywhere is bright. That's an open door, my friend. That's an open door. A songwriter says, Lord, let everything I do Open up a door for you to come through. You come to office in the morning, they look at your face, a door opens. God, brother. Yeah, you dish it. You enter your office or your court, your anywhere you operate, a door opens. Yeah. Hallelujah. Spreading the fragrance of Christ. That is what Christ was doing when he was here. And that is your calling, my friends. But maybe this morning the Lord had a few things against you. Honestly, I don't know what you've heard. Our time is up and we're going to pray. But this is a day of repentance. Like me, that fell from my first love, I had to repent. It may be that you look at yourself and you think that you're okay. It may be that you look around you, you look at your degrees, you look at your attainments, and you think all is well. It was Paul that was telling Timothy, in first Timothy, I, oh, Holy Spirit, help me. Please, just one more passage. Just one more before we pray. Can we see first Timothy 6? You know, one of the churches that thought they were rich, Jesus says, buy what? Buy of me pure gold. You know, buy raiment. Buy I salve so that you can be okay. So let me show you one of the practical ways to buy some of those things. First Timothy chapter 6. Sir, please, can you play softly? Rock of Ages, cleft for me, as we prepare to pray. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17. Are we there? Okay? My Bible says, Charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, that they be not what? Nor put their trust in uncertain riches. But they should put it where? In the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. Look at verse 18 carefully. 
that they do good, that they be rich in good works. Rich in what? Rich in what? Ready to do what? Distribute and willing to do what? What will be the result, the effect of verse 18? Look at verse 19. In that way, they will be what? Laying up in store for themselves a good what? Foundation. Against what? The time to come. That they may what? Lay hold on what? It is very easy for rich people to make heaven. Whoever. It's, not, it's an open secret. Instead of buying gold from that woman in Revelation 18 that we saw last two Wednesdays. The Bible says she has a gold cup. The Bible said even the Apostle John looked at her with admiration. But inside the cup was the wardens of the world. Instead of buying that type of gold with your money, buy refined gold. Look at it here. Rich in good works. Ready to communicate. By doing it without knowing it, you will lay hold of what? Eternal life. Because it will take your trust away from your riches and put it in the living God. Shall we bow our heads to pray? We'll pray two prayers this morning. Those that have not known Jesus, you know you are not born again. I don't care if you've said the sinner's prayer before. I said it many times myself. But there's a, there comes a time that it dawns on you I don't have this relationship with God. If you are here and you want to give your life to Christ, you need to be sincere. Jesus is coming soon. We are in the end time already. I would like you to place a hand on your chest. With all heads bowed, all eyes closed. And tell God sincerely that you want to make him Lord over your life. Maybe you've said this prayer before, but you know Jesus is not yet Lord to you. He can tell you, remove your shoe, you remove. Sell your car, you sell. Empty your account, give it to that missionary, you do. The guy does not own all yet. Can you pray this prayer with me? Pray and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you with an open heart. I cannot save myself, Lord. Your love amazes me. Your grace amazes me. You died for me whilst I was still a sinner. And you opened the eternal gates of salvation unto me. I receive you into my life, Lord. As my Lord and personal Savior. This day forward, Lord, I will love and serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Jesus is proud of you. He says there is joy in heaven over one that comes. Jesus left the 99 sheep and went for one that was lost. You are welcome. To the rest of your life. You are now a new creature. Congratulations. In Jesus name we've prayed. Church, let's just take a few minutes to pray for ourselves. Can you open up your mouth and begin to cry unto God? 
can you cry unto God if you are not satisfied? He says, for you have a reputation that you are alive, but I know you are dead. You have a reputation that you are rich, but I know you are poor, you are naked, you are blind. In your secret place, you are a loser. In your secret place, you are a loser. Temptation beats you left, right, and center. You don't know victory. I know you, my dear brother. I know you, my sister. When they celebrate victory, you know only defeat in your life. Can you cry unto God for repentance? Don't paint yourself before God. Don't paint yourself before God. Lord, we surrender our lives before you, Lord. Refine us, refine us. We want to be like fine silver. Can you repent? Repent of lukewarmness. Repent of being an anonymous Christian in your office. Repent of anonymity. Repent of neutrality. No evidence to back up your Christianity. No sign to show that you are truly a belonger. Come out from among them and be you separate, my people. Remove yourself from normal lifestyle. We are sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and a perverse generation. Lord, take me deeper. Lord, take me deeper in love with you. Drink of the Holy Spirit. He's here to refresh your life. He's here to regenerate your life. To revive you. To rejuvenate you. To give you life again in your altar. He wants to set you on fire again. He wants to revive you afresh. Can you drink of the Holy Spirit water? Can you drink the cold water of rest? The Bible says, is anyone hungry? Is anyone thirsty? He said, let him drink, let him come. And out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And he said, this is big concerning the Holy Spirit of promise. Holy Spirit, fill us. Like the woman at the well we are testing. If you leave us, we will keep on coming back to the well. But you promised a water that once we drink it, it will quench every other test in our life. Give us that water now, we pray. Give us that water, we pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. Thank you, Lord. We receive your glory. And now that the Son of Man may receive the reward of his suffering, Lord, make us, I pray, Lord, tabernacles of your glory. Lord, may we become what you've always dreamt for us, church, to be. May we become in our secret lives, Lord, that which you've always believed that we'll become one day. May we become carriers of your presence, Lord. May we become dispensaries of your anointing. May we become people who give out of your grace, of your virtue, Lord. Let everything around us, Lord, exude of your presence. Now, Lord, we are going to dominate our world. Now, Lord, we are going to spread your fragrance everywhere we find ourselves. May your grace keep us true. May your grace keep us true. Lord, even we have no strength, but we are not worried. 
With our little strength, Lord, we will hold on to the word of your patience. We will be patient, Lord. While you are walking in our life, Lord, help us to be still. While you are dealing with things in our life, Lord, help us to be still. Holy Spirit divine, Lord, continue to work out in us that which is pleasing unto the Father. Lord, receive us, Lord. We wave ourselves as a wave offering. We come again to Calvary, to the place where we have been bought, to now lay down our lives, Lord. If you can use anything, you can use me and my brethren. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use us, Lord. You can use a stone. You can use a donkey. You spoke through an ass, Lord. Use us to manifest your power in this end time. Use us to minister your grace in our lives and livelihood. Wherever we are, Lord. And as you promised, a city set on a hill cannot be hidden. He said, no man lights a candle and keeps it under, Lord. Light us that the world may glorify you through our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed.